Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, your ears are about to tickle. You are listening to a podcast with two friends sharing their opinions and their love about things they enjoy. This is the Disaster Party Podcast. Whoa, daddy. Let's get it. Oh, oh, daddy, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let them boys explain. It's free, and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And that's the Disaster Party Boys telling you, go do it now. Go now. Welcome to Disaster Party Podcast. As always, this is Rob Cedinho. Oh, whoa, daddy, it's your boy Andy Vivians. It's B-I-V-I-A-N-S, the one true old daddy of Vivians, I-N-C. What's going on, bro, Hossifer? How's your week been since the last time we have recorded? Oh, it's been good. It's been good. Wrestling a lot. Uh, debuted for ECPW this weekend, um, which was probably... Almost the closest I've ever driven, ever. Not three and a half hours, not 14 hours, not even three hours, 51 minutes. Wow. And they're coming to Middletown. So your boy's coming to Middletown sometime soon. You're going to have to let us know. We could do a little mini pod on that show. That would be fun. Yeah, that I'd be down. Be <laughs> How are you? How was your week? I'm good, man. Give me one second. Uh... So, for those on the YouTube, can you see this? Andy, can you see this? Ooh, what'd you do? That is poison ivy or poison oak. I'm not really sure, but it is. It is all over me. It is mostly on my right arm, as you can see on the video. It is disgusting. It's been a very uncomfortable week uh, with it. It's at the point that it's dry now, so it's not really spreading anymore, but it still looks gross. Um, I have. Is this a well, continuation from, from last week, from what happened to you last week? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I got real bad luck. It's just like all over. But <sighs> on top of that, I'm getting old. Don't really know what's going on, but my right side of my neck, it fucking hurts so bad. It's hard for me to turn my head. 
don't really know why. You know, getting old. It's 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 just like you hit 33, and then people are like, oh, after 30, it goes downhill. I was pretty good from 30 to 33. <laughs> and now I'm like on my way to 34. And wow, just parts of my body. Like, you ever just walk up or downstairs or just walk into your house, and then you just hear your bones just like... <laughs> Like when you're walking, like in your knees and your ankles and shit? I mean, it's a little different for me because I'm always in pain. So, but yeah, no, my knees always crack and my ankles always crack. It's, uh, yeah, my ankle always cracks. Yeah, it's not fun. No, not at all. No, no, not at all. You got to stop having uh, Banks giving you one wing and angels down the stairs. Yeah, if only, if only. <laughs> Um, but besides that, I'd say, you know, uh, same old, just worked a bit, um, worked a bunch, you know, poison ivy, same old shit, different day. Didn't do anything too exciting. Getting, uh, did I tell you that we already handed in Banks's, uh, passport stuff? Banks is definitely getting his passport before I do. That's Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, he is. We, we did it at the DMV real quick. In and out? Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was really easy. We did that. So I'm just trying to think of, you know, we've got some other stuff in the works, but I was told not to talk about it yet, so I can't really talk about it yet, even though I mentioned it. Two weeks ago on the pod, I can't keep talking about it because nothing's official. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, official business. Yeah. Official business. Mm-hmm. How you live, it's official business. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, actually, we are on IG Live right now. So if you are in the IG Live chat, feel free to ask any questions or share or comment on what we're talking about. Also, remember to like share review rate comment and subscribe to disaster party podcast on all social media platforms including the tiktok the youtube and the insta all right so let's jump into the news the news is like i feel like we can get stuck on some of these things a little bit long but i'm excited for it i believe that all right so let's do uh crypto rob real quick crypto crypto rob so for those who don't know, Bitcoin is doing pretty well again. It is it hit 42,000. It's rocking around 40,000 right now. Ethereum has broke uh, 2600 again. It's sitting at 2500 right now. Uh, you know, all these coins are recovering from that big uh, drop. Polkadot was almost $10. It's like 18 now. You got Chainlink back up over 20 uh polygons over a dollar again like all these coins are finally recovering and my portfolio is finally going i can breathe again let's go yes oh, chain link was like seven bucks dude i bought chain link when it was like five <laughs> and then it went up to like 60 and i was like yes and then it went back down i'm like oh <laughs> I will tell you though, I've been using Voyager. I know I sent you the link. Yeah. I like Voyager. Do you? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna almost sell Voyager right now. Oh. So it's super cheap fees to buy. Okay. 
And almost all of their coins get a pretty good interest rate. Voyager, the Voyager coins are like- No, the Voyager app. I sent, I'll send it to you guys if you want. If you, if you use it, we both get $25 Bitcoin and a million Shiba coins. Oh. Yeah. Um, but like Polkadot, they have 12% interest. Uh, Bitcoin, they have 5.75 interest. Um, Matic, 5.25. ADA, 5%. Litecoin, 5%. ETH, 4.6%. Uh, so like USDC coin, 9%. Like they have a lot of uh, percentages. The only difference is they require a balance of like each coin is different, but they require like a minimum balance. So like Bitcoin is required 0.01. Understandable. And it pays out monthly. Oh, instead so of not weekly like uh, Celsius. Yeah. But still, it's if you can't get Celsius because Celsius no longer offers new users in New York, you have another option. I've been splitting it up actually. I have some in there, some in there, some in there. I've I follow the highest interest rate. That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much it for investors. Uh, like Bitcoin stuff is. I mean, uh, Bank of America kind of announced why they're finally going into crypto. You got El Salvador that's making more strides to you know make that whole Bitcoin legal legal tender thing. So that's in the works right now. Still working through the the. Uh, the nitty gritty of that stuff. The hard time for Bitcoin, daddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's gonna be the real easy time of Bitcoin once it shoots up. All right. So what is this? What is this? What is this? We have Marvel Avengers: War for Wakanda. The update is eight or August seventeenth, with Black Panther as a playable character, two new villains, and a new storyline. I'm excited for that. I mean, I still haven't beat Avengers because uh, my PlayStation keeps, you know, shutting down on me and stalling and failing. But maybe, just maybe, I'll try to turn it back on and see if I can get the update and at least play as the Wakandan King, T'Challa. They had a uh, Killmonger out there that they were doing an update for that was a playable character. I'd definitely be in there. But... I'm excited too. I mean, I told you I beat the game, right? Yeah. And I beat the Hawkeye storyline. I never beat the Kate Bishop storyline. So I'm going to have to beat that and then go to Black Man. There you go. Yeah. All right. So this is the bigger news that's going around. Um, it's more than just these two people, actually. I don't know if you've heard, but Scarlett Johansson is definitely suing Disney over box office cuts. Um, Emma Stone is thinking about it. She's getting legal representation right or representation right now. Um, who's the other one? Uh, the one uh, for Jungle Cruise. Yeah. What's her, I saw that too. What's her name? She's uh, she's about to do it. Uh, Emily Blunt. Yeah. She's about to do it too. Um, and that. And just that came out. <laughs> what? I said, and that just came out. Yeah, they're not like. I guess a lot of these actors are not going to wait anymore. They're just going to be like, hey, we know we're not. 
We know we're not going to get the same amount of money. So the reason why all these actresses and actors, there's some actors that are rumored to be doing this too, is that um, is that apparently the box office, they get a percentage of the box office. Okay. And because it was on streaming, they are losing out on revenue because I guess they don't get a piece of the streaming uh, fees. You know, I always wondered how that worked because, you know, did they get per stream or, well, I guess they don't now, which is sad. And a lot of it is going, a lot of people, I think more people are streaming than they're going to the movies, right? I mean, still right now with all Delta and stuff coming through, I'm sure a lot of people still feel relatively uncomfortable going to the movies. I, I'm kind of on that boat because it's like almost like, again, not me, not Taylor, we're vaccinated, but like if we were going to take Banks to a movie, again, he's still young, but a full movie theater and he's not vaccinated, I might not be the, the, the most comfortable with that. So like the streaming stuff is, is kind of what we're doing now. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mags on uh, IG Live said uh, he guesses it would be royalties too. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure yeah. he's part in it as well. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I mean, they're saying that Scarlett Johansson is going to lose out on like $50 million because of it. That's insane. Yeah. But then I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to say anything because you haven't seen the movie yet. But, um, yeah, even like Emma Stone, like I don't know if she necessarily needs that money. Well, no. Um, but I think they really do have to figure out a way to get um, like streaming royalties. I think they're still working on that since it's still relatively new. I mean, it's not new-ish, but it's like the whole legal aspect of it and like the royalty aspect of it is still new. Yeah. And I mean, like, they probably don't need it, but at the same time, if you knew that you could have gotten 50 people coming to you, you'd be pretty pissed off, too, if you didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. So hopefully that works out. I mean, even Kevin Feige is saying that he doesn't like the way that Disney's handling it because Disney basically, like, downplayed it. And, you know, unfortunately, that's a sucky thing so there's going to be some drama in the uh disney plus marvel i guess universe that's crazy mags was saying that uh the film got uh pirated like crazy as well oh that makes sense that makes sense also i it it's like i was saying before when you know they were coming out um when you were coming from streams it's kind of cool you know you can watch it at home or you can go to the movie theaters um but if you're now paying for the stream and then a new movie comes out and now you have to pay for the new movie on the stream app that you're already paying for. I don't know. To me, yeah. it doesn't make sense. I mean, I get why they're doing it. it. still doesn't make sense. But I can see why other people would just be like, I'm going to go download this for free. But that makes a lot more sense because you got to think about it. Like, yeah, people, you know, um, illegally record 
uh, movie theater movies through their phone or something like that. And then they kind of, I mean, that's what they used to do at least. I don't know if they do it a different way now, but now with streaming, it's so much easier. Like you're in your house, you can make sure it's great quality and just like release it. Or you can even like, I don't know if you're computer savvy, do it on your computer, download the files kind of thing. And then it's like, perfect. And that's, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Pirating in 2021. Yep. However, <laughs> however you do it, I don't know how, but you know, it, people do it. Okay. So I don't know which one to go first. Let's go to this one first. Cause it's, it's easier and I can get through it quick because you don't really know about it. And then the next two we could go into. Fair enough. The MLB trade deadline. I just need to talk about it real quick. Okay. It was the most impactful trade deadline I think I have ever seen as a baseball fan. And they're saying that kind of thing too on ESPN and all these new uh, sports networks saying like, this is the craziest trade deadline, like of all time. The balance of like power in baseball have changed drastically since the trade deadline had ended. Like the Chicago Cubs traded away their three, four, four best players. They traded away uh, Anthony Rizzo to the, to the Yankees. They traded away uh, Javier Baez to the Mets. They traded away Chris Bryant to uh, San Francisco. They traded away Ke- uh, Kimbrell to the White Sox. Like the Nas- the natural, the nationals, they got rid of most of their players too. They got rid of uh, Max Scherzer who went to the Dodgers with uh, Trey Turner. Those two are like crazy all-star players. Uh, Barrows from uh, Barrios from the Twins got traded to uh, Toronto. All these um, Joey Gallo got traded from Texas to the Yankees. A bunch of pitchers, a bunch of minor leaguers, like some just league changing, like league changing trades. And wow, it's just it's been pretty crazy. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, a lot of cap moves due to money. Huh? He said Mag said a lot of cap moves due to money. Adam yeah. Frazier, Adam Frazier to the Padres. Yep. Like, if again, I'm an AL East fan, like I'm a Yankees fan, but the NL West right now, holy shit. With the Dodgers, who have like four Cy Young award winners, two MVPs, three MVPs, Award winners, because oh, Bellinger, Mookie, and and Kershaw. Then you got the Padres, who are already stacked. Yeah, Tatis just won on the DL, but they are stacked. Then you have the Saint Louis, um, San Francisco Giants, who are stacked, and they just got Chris Bryant. Like, what? And then the AL East got good, because the Yankees made trades. Boston made trades. They got Kyle Scherber. Uh, the fucking Rays got... Uh, Nelson Cruz and multiple other players. You got Toronto who made some moves. Like the already great White Sox have made some moves. It's just, yeah, the AL East and the and the NL West are stacked, stacked. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, so let's go to this one, and then we'll go to the big one. Jericho versus Nick Gage. What did you think of that? I thought it was good. I thought it was good, but it's not my type of match. 
it was a lot more than I thought it was going to be. But Jericho did his thing. Yeah. To me, I feel like Jericho has this list of like, what haven't I done in my career? And that's what I need to do. And he's still proven that he could still go and still still put in 150% every night. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I'm confused, okay. So the whole match, let's go to the match real quick. Pizza cutter in the front to show that it was sharp, cut Jericho on the arm. I was like, okay, that's a good touch. And then, you know, Jericho getting stabbed and like his friggin' forehead getting cut up with the pizza cutter and then a Domino's uh, pizza commercial. Funny. Uh, Domino's is apparently pissed about that. Um, just the, it was just rough. The glass, it like all that. But what I don't understand, and maybe they did it out of order or maybe they have something up their sleeve, is that this is supposed to be the five stages of Jericho, right? The first stage was Sean Spears and a chairs match, okay? So you're like, okay, it has to get worse than that, the next level. Because if you think about like you're fighting a boss, right? Each level gets progressively harder. The second one was this Nick Gage thing. And Jericho was like a bloody mess. And then next week, they're like, okay, Putin too. And you have to win with a move off the top rope. How is that worse than a death match? Because he's toying with him at this point. I mean, him and Hoovy was a great uh, feud back in the day. And Hoovy is one, known as one of the best um, cruiserweights and luchadors in wrestling. And Jericho does come off the top, but Hoovy's known for doing some crazy shit off the top. But Hoovy's like 50. I mean, Hoovy can still go. Hoovy can still go. Have you seen him wrestle recently? Hoovy can still go. I'm just asking, have you seen him wrestle recently? If you want to put him in the different stages, Nick Gage just beat the shit out of Jericho. I think Nick Gage should have been like the final pre-boss. But now Jericho can hardly move because of his fight with Nick Gage. Okay. So since he can't, so so now they're just saying like, all right, now you got to come off the top. But you're still uh-huh. beating up battered from last week and the week before. Okay. Now let's see this. Okay. Um, so AEW again broke a million uh, I think they got a million, a 1.1 million viewers. Wow. And that is, they've been pretty consistent with one, 1.1, 1.2. Again, just want to clarify this. Raw's average number, average number for like the last year has been like 1.75. Okay. AW is catching up to Raw in viewership. That's pretty cool. They have like 15 different shows out now. Well, AEW has like four. And then Rampage is coming out this week, I think. Yeah. So. Mag said Jericho had to prove to everyone why he is one of the goats. True. I don't think he needs to prove that anymore, but yeah. They already know. I heard that there's a rumor 
that Lance Storm might be his last stage before MJF. That would be cool to see again. Mm-hmm. Or Dean Malenko. Also would be happy to see that. And make it like a thing that they have to wrestle because they're good friends, meaning that Jericho has to hurt them. And then he's going to have this like kind of inner thing of like, I want to get to MJF, but I don't want to hurt my friend. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the big thing, the big news, are you ready for it? I am semi ready for it because I wasn't ready for it the first time. As of as of yesterday, Bray Wyatt was released from WWE. What? Say something. I have no words. We haven't seen him since Mania. The Raw after Mania. The Raw after Mania. Well, he did the Fire Five Five House, so that could have been pre-recorded. And before that, we haven't seen him since Orton burned him alive. So it was like two months before Mania? There were rumors that he was hurt. Then there was rumors that he was mentally not okay after uh, Luke Harper died or Brody Lee died. I can see that. Now they're saying that he was cleared to wrestle. Now they're saying that uh, basically Bray Wyatt was getting fed up with how WWE was bringing, uh, moving the character and he just stopped saying okay. Then there was there's rumors that him and Vince McMahon were a very hot and cold relationship. A lot of uh, a lot of rumors. I can't wait for him to go on Jericho's podcast and tell everything. To tell all. <laughs> you know what I am excited about though, and I realized this as uh, we were all talking in the group the other night, scrolling through Instagram and saw a picture. All of the Wyatt family is now free agents. Besides Brody Lee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the remainder of the of the Wyatt family, yes. You have Strowman, you have Rowan, you have Bray. Mm-hmm. To see what Bray can do character-wise and all of his ideas that he has, I think it's just going to be like Black and to see him in New Japan or to see him, you know, with any other other place. It's going to be awesome to see what happens when he goes wild with it. And he, like I said, he's just like Black. So, like, the, the videos that are going to come out and the stories that are going to come out are going to be wild. If that's I mean, I really am excited for that. But one of the rumors is, is that apparently he lost interest in wrestling. I hope that's not the case. I really hope that's not the case. 
because he is there like he you can't even almost deny that he's been one of the most creative wrestlers of like the last two generations because the like the Bray Wyatt character with the Wyatt family was unique as fuck and it got over yeah Louisiana and then when that was over and then he went to like the fiend like even that got over at first and then the character got a little too ridiculous but like I I don't I rarely watch Raw I rarely watch Raw Smack right when the Firefly Funhouse was on, I would watch it because I would have like a stream that would be like, oh, Firefly Funhouse is next. And I would turn the TV on for that. Yes. Or I would watch a Fiend match because it was like unique, the characters unique, the, 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 the music, the Titantron, the entrance, all unique. I would even go as far to say that even though you said like his character got a little out of hand, I don't agree. I think he was this generation's taker at one point, mind games and everything. And then when he became the fiend, he was still taker, mind games, scary, creepy. Then when he got burnt, he turned into this generation's taker mixed with Kane. Okay. I I don't mean the character being like crazy. I'm more saying like, I liked all the character work. It was more like the matches. Like he was basically untouchable. And they made him, huh? So so was Kane when he first came in. Yeah, but. And Taker, they were both dominant when they first came in. Yeah, but there's a difference between like dominant and like untouchable. Like the fact that when Rollins faced him, he hit him with like 20 finishers. And then had to electrocute him and do this other shit. Like, you could, to me, the matches weren't great storytelling, but the actual character work was great storytelling. And, like, the Goldberg match was not good. Um, I personally loved the Firefly Funhouse. I thought that when they, they announced the Cena match, oh, no, 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 the Orton match for this past year's, I thought they were going to do a Firefly Funhouse match with Orton. Oh, like they did Cena. And I thought, like, there's so much to work with. That would have been awesome. Yeah, and, like, that was a unique thing. And they could have done that, like, every WrestleMania. It's, like, his match. Mm-hmm. All right, fantasy book, and then we can call the news. Okay. Um... Where do you think he can go? Who do you think you can partner up with? Dude, yeah. I would love to see him reform the Wyatts in a new name, new look, same feel, and go against the Bullet Club. Okay, like a traveling faction, like a, they can go to AW, they can go to New Japan, stuff like that. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. There's... There's rumors that Matt Hardy and some of the uh, Dark Order have reached out to Wyatt uh, on Twitter and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think he would be a pretty awesome, like, cult leader kind of that would fit almost perfectly with the Dark Order. That would make complete sense because of Brody Lee. Yeah. 
but even even more than that is like he could make himself like this ultimate almost like super villain monstrous character and that the dark order is almost fearful of him but they he motivates you know and then if anyone has to go fight the dark order he's always like the big bad baddie at the end i could see that yeah i could see that yeah i think that'd be cool yeah all right so andy we already have the office pod date uh have you watched any of it since we set the date i watched something at the beginning of the week i think i'm almost done with season two Whoa. Here we go. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. All right. We know the passport already. You haven't made any. And then have you watched Space Jam yet? Because next week we are rec- we are reviewing Space Jam. I have not, but I will watch it this week. And I will have my thoughts on Space Jam. Because I already have some thoughts going into it. So okay. Going into it. And then see if it changed. I have not watched it. I have not read any spoilers. I have not read anything because I want to go in fresh. So if you have all those takes already, and I have no takes, let's keep it that way so you can we can have different perspectives. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So that's it for the news roundup for the week. Uh, again, remember to like, share, rate, review, comment, and subscribe to Disaster Party on all social media platforms, including the YouTube. Andy, you want to plug the next couple of episodes before we go? Well, I can plug this week because this week we have not just one, but we have two, five. I'm talking about 25 and out. We'll be appearing on the Disaster Party podcast to talk about their band, what they've been doing. Um... I think, actually, I was told today that today marks their three-year anniversary from their first show. So I'm excited to sit down and talk with them and see how they came about this. Nice, nice. All right, so after that, next week, we have Space Jam, like I said. Uh, we're going to do a review on the HBO Max special. Um, then the week after that, August 15th, we are recording with El Jefe Marv to talk all things cannabis. August 22nd, we will be recording that between the 22nd and the 21st. That's going to be our SummerSlam craziness episode. And then we will be recording our Suicide Squad review on August 29th. Let's get it. All right. So again, follow us on all social media platforms to keep up with updates up and new episodes, what's coming up and all of the above. I'm Rob Cedeno. I'm the one true old daddy, Andy Bibbians. And we are out. Bye. Bye.